Welcome to the Kingdom Conversation Podcast, uh, where we are transforming ordinary minds into a kingdom mindset. My name is Quentin Jones, and I'm your host uh, over this podcast. And boy, let me tell you, I'm so amped about this one. Um, We're going to be talking about today, about changing your reality. And right now, I have this down as part one. It really just... I don't know. I'm just um, curious to see what the Lord is doing uh, in me that I believe that this is not just going to charge my faith as it already has, but it's going to charge your faith, too. And I'm really excited uh, about this one right here because this is exactly where I feel like that I'm at in the spirit. And so this is like preaching. This is preaching from exactly where I feel uh, right now. Um, exciting news, just keeping you up to date on this, uh, this journey is officially as of January 22nd, 2023, uh, our pastor, which his name is Terry Linscott, um, from the church here in Radcliffe, Kentucky, Abundant Life Church has officially set us in my wife and I, which her name is Chelsea. Um, love you, babe. Our pastor has officially set us in. Um, in the pastoral office and uh, uh, man, the anointing, the transfer that we experienced when we had uh, hands laid upon us, it was so powerful. And I mean, we're just, we're, we're seeing things differently. Um, just, there was a shift that, um, that happened on January 22nd. So you don't have to call me uh pastor Quentin. Hallelujah. You can call me brother Quentin. I don't know, you know, but um, I just wanted to share that news with you that as of January 22nd, baby, we were set in the office and I'm telling you, we are so excited to get started um, with the work that is um, going to be taking place um, in March. So we'll keep you, uh, um, keep you updated about what God's doing. And so enough about that. Let's talk about why we're all gathered here today. Hallelujah. I kind of felt like that was just a wedding introduction <laughs> um as you're gathered here today uh just what we're you know doing hey listen let me talk to you and let me encourage your faith about changing your reality and our theme verse for this session is going to be hebrews 11 1 and i'm going to read this to you out of the amplified version and it says this <clears throat> now faith now faith Now faith is the assurance, which is the title deed or confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, in the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Verse 2, for by this kind of faith, men of old gained divine approval. We need in our life, if there's anything I can say right now, we need divine influence. We need divine providence. And we need a divine approval. I heard a preacher say this, that in 2023, this is going to be the year of the divine. We need divine approval. The same way that the men of old got divine approval is not because it was a certain date and time in the calendar. Men of old, got divine approval the same way that you and I will get divine approval, which is only by faith. We need 
a present time faith. Listen, that's point number one about Hebrews 11.1, 1, about changing your reality. We need a present time faith. We need present moment faith right now. Not faith of yesterday. Not the faith of, you know, what life was like 15 years ago. I was talking to a guy. He was texting me. And like his statement over and over was, man, if I, if I, if I could just get back, you know, to what it was like 15 years ago. Man, if I can just get back, you know, to my love for Christ. And I had to challenge him on the phone. I said, why are you so interested in getting back to what it was like back then? When everything in the scriptures knew we were made a new creature. God is not interested in making an old way in the desert. He wants to make a new way in the desert. There's so many people that when they were once disdained and maybe something happens, whether it was complacency, whether it was sin, I don't know, what have you. People will formulate their walk with Christ on trying to be who they used to be. Why don't you just walk in the newness right now? The anointing and the faith is for right now. We need a present time faith. And that's why Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith, right now, right now, not then, not yesterday, not what your mama told you, not what your daddy told you. We need a right now today, present faith to accomplish what God has told us to do. Romans 10, 17 says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. This is how we get faith. Maybe you're listening and you're not a seasoned believer or you're not a seasoned Christian. Let me tell you, maybe you're asking. So, okay, Quentin, how do I get faith? Faith comes by hearing the word. If faith comes from hearing the word of Christ, then how do you think fear comes? Our ear gate is so powerful because it's the avenue in which faith flows. Our ears is the intersection on how faith is driving to you and me. Faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. If you need faith for right now, and if you go look at that verse in Romans 10, it says that a preacher and a teacher will come. So how does it come outside of a preacher or a teacher? Listen to godly preachers and teachers in your life. If you're listening to doom and gloom preachers, no wonder that we're probably not operating as much in faith as we are in fear. I don't understand people. Really, I don't. I'm going to be so honest with you. I don't understand people who buy into this thought that we are the church of Christ and we are the church. And the church is not a physical building, so I can just watch church from home. And there is some truth to that, right? We are the church because we house the Holy Spirit. So the church is necessarily not a fixture of a building, but we are the church. But if you are connected with people, if you're connected to a man or woman of God, somebody literally told me, this, seriously, seriously, somebody told me, God, hey, Quentin, God is doing a new thing. And this is where they take the scriptures and they dip it in, I don't know, black oil. Just dumb. And they said, Quentin, God is doing a new thing. We don't need a physical building anymore. We are the church. We can watch it from home. 
what idiot preacher are you listening to? That violates so many scriptures. If you are listening to people or you're in your church and it's not and it's not the fact that they don't have live stream available, right? If you can't get there. I'm talking about the people who says church is not from home. That is dumb. There's probably people listening to church in your PJs eating a frozen TV dinner, not even paying attention. Don't buy into the permanent church from home programs or churches. Run from them. Faith comes from hearing a preacher. Get in the building where someone is preaching the fire, the uncompromising word of God. And they're preaching it with full authority, with full faith. And they believe what they're saying. And you can't just get up to go nuke a frozen dinner in the microwave. (laughs) Even the sports empire understands the power of gathering together. You see, the NFL, NBA, all of these major sports programs, and all they do is they offer a service to watch it online to get more money out of you and me. But they've never had a conversation. We are going to close down the Coliseum. We're going to close down the stadium because we feel like that it's better to just watch it from home. Even they know better than that. But you got people of faith telling you to stay home. That's dumb. Dumb. We need a present time faith for right now. I love Luke 17, 5, because Jesus was trying to explain to the apostles, hey, if somebody has done you wrong seven times, then forgive them seven times. And I love their response. It says this in Luke 17, 5, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. (laughs) What Jesus said was so hard for them to comprehend. They said, I hear what you're saying. But I need you to increase my faith because I don't know if I can walk that out. Even the apostles understood that they need a present time faith to operate in the present time every single day in which we live. If you need healing, then tell the Lord, increase my faith. If the Lord's promised prosperity and you don't know if you believe it, then say right now, Lord, increase my faith. If the Lord has told you and I to walk in forgiveness, but we're, but we're saying, I don't know if I can, then tell the Lord, Lord, increase my faith. Our faith must be increased because we cannot afford to operate in a non-present time faith. First, first John 5, 4 says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is a victory. Watch. This is a victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. So we believe that Jesus was born, he died, he was buried, and he's now seated at the right hand of the Father over 2,000 years ago. We have faith enough to believe in that, but somehow we don't have enough faith to believe in healing, deliverance, breakthroughs in every area of our life, to have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. This is proof that present time faith does not adhere to time. Because if you and I could believe that Jesus, that we believe the good news of Christ 2,000 years ago, then why are we not believing today? What happened? We need a present time faith. I'm so in love right now with Hebrews 11.1. 1. 
Because when you look at that verse in the Amplified, it says that it's the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, because faith comprehends as fact. Faith comprehends as fact. Faith comprehends everything as a fact. Here's point number two for you. Walk in fact faith. You say, Quentin, what does that mean? Well, listen, let me give you the definition of a fact. It's something that has an actual existence. A piece of information presented as having a objective reality. Let me read that again. The definition of the word fact is something that that has an actual existence. A piece of information presented as having objective reality. You say, okay, Quentin, so what exactly are you trying to tell me? What I'm trying to tell you is this. What God says that belongs to you and me must be viewed as a fact. I'm talking to you about changing your your reality. In order to change our reality, we must comprehend that what God has said about a thing must be filtered through the lens of fact faith. God promised us salvation. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, it says, This is good and, and acceptable in the sight of our God and our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. That's a fact. God desires for all men to come unto him. That's a fact. What about healing? Isaiah 53, 5. But he was pierced through, he was pierced through for our transgressions, and he was crushed for our iniquities. The chastising of our well-being fell upon him. Watch, and by his scourging, we are healed. Another translation says that by his wounds, we are healed. We hear people all the time that says, hey, by his wounds, we are healed. That means that we can receive what was already done. That's a fact. You're healed. You don't, We don't have to pray for God for healing. We just have to walk in it. That's a fact. God, de God desires for us to live a life of deliverance. Galatians 5.1 For it was for freedom that Christ, that Christ, that Jesus Christ has set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. That's a fact. It's a fact that we should be walking in deliverance. What about restoration? In Joel chapter 2, God promises that he will make up for every single year, every single month, every single day, every single hour, every single minute, every single second, that everything that the locust has eaten and that the locust has stolen, it will be restored back unto you and I. God wants us to not just be saved, healed, and delivered, but everything that the enemy stolen, it will be restored back unto us. And the enemy has to pay it back seven times. That's a fact. What about our future? In Jeremiah 29, 11, for I, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, 
not for calamity, and to give you a future in the hope, to give you a bright future in the hope. That's a fact. God does not want you to come, you know, come unto him, want you to be saved and say, hey, by the way, your life's going to suck now. <laughs> your life's over. It's going to suck. You were having such a great life in the natural but congratulations, it's going to go downhill from here. You're going to be broke, okay? You're going to be a monk. You're going to say, hmm. And now every time you make money, you have to give it away because, you know, it's going to prove that you love me. That's dumb. He has a bright future for you and I. That's a fact. What about prosperity and not just money? I can't wait for part two because I'm going to be focusing on Numbers chapter 13, verse 2. But here's what it says. Send out for yourself men so they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give you. I am going to give you. I am going to give you. And you shall send a man from the father's house and everyone a leader from among them. The Lord has possessions that belongs to you and I. That's a fact. What about walking in authority? Luke 10, 19. Behold, I have given you. I have given you. This is what Jesus said. I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. That's a fact about authority. We must walk in a fact faith because we comprehend it. Now listen, as it comes Faith comprehends what God has said, what God has promised, what God has declared, what God has decreed, what God has established. Everything that God says, you and I have the choice that by faith and through faith, it is comprehended as fact. Our reality is adjusted by faith. Point number one is we need a present time, a present moment faith right now, right here on this day. We cannot live on what happened a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. Do you have faith for right now? Or do we keep thinking back about what God did five years ago? Okay, God did that five years ago. What are you doing right now, man? Got me fired up in here. We must walk in a fact faith. What God has said is a fact. Or, or, do we comprehend it as a opinion? Hmm. Here's my last point for you. Choose your reality. On one side, there is a reality. And on the other, there's a fantasy. So either the supernatural is our reality. And the natural is a fantasy. Or is vice versa. Is the supernatural and what God said, is it your reality or is it just a fantasy? Is the spirit realm and what God has already declared, established, is the spirit realm or reality or is it just a fantasy? 
Let me tell you the power of choosing our reality. We have to change our reality if we're not operating in God's reality. Because watch, I can't wait to deal with this on the next one I'm telling you. I just want to talk about it right now, but, but I've got to contain myself because I can feel the fire right now. I feel it deep in my belly. Now faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed. See, by choosing your reality, you will get a title deed for whatever you believe in. A title deed is providing evidence of ownership. If you want to walk in doom, gloom, you're sick, you got to take pain pills. You got to do everything. You're broken, disgusted, you're messed up, you're scarred, you've been abused. If that's your reality, congratulations. You have a title deed for it because you own that stuff. But why would you own something that Jesus Christ has already paid for? Jesus already paid the price. But if our reality is faith, if our reality is salvation and healing and deliverance and restoration, it's a bright future, it's prosperity, not just in money, but it's land, but it's peace. It's in every area of our, of our life. We've been made whole in understanding of who we are in Christ and we have the authority. If that is your reality, you can produce a title deed of ownership. Don't get mad because someone owns something and now you're jealous. Choose your reality. Is your reality faith or is it fear? Is our reality God or is it the world? Because it can't be both, man. I'm hanging around people that their faith and what the scripture says, that's, that is their reality. That's who I'm hanging around. I can't afford to have doom, gloom, shoulda, coulda, woulda people. Won't do it. See you later. May our reality change and come up another level. Because God said he's not a man that he would lie. Hallelujah. Change your reality. My reality is changing right now. And I'm walking this out by faith with you. I can't wait for part two. God's doing something in this. Hallelujah. Well, that's about everything that the Lord told me to say. Thank you so much again for joining and listening in to the Kingdom Conversation podcast where we are transforming ordinary minds into a kingdom mindset. Take this podcast Send it to someone. Say, hey, check this out. This is exactly what we need. I don't know. But where God wants to take us, man, our reality must change. Faith is our reality. Praise God. Thank you so much.